The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of myself and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by this podcasting platform. The following content is controversial and might be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's been a vibe. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test fuck they implies. Locked in for the long run, no bunnies ever lie. If you wanna run, just tell me no bunny and glide. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test fuck they implies. Perfect, uh. Say that it ain't worth it, but it's working for us. But what they be talking about, not knowing what I'm buying about. Sunset, set the mood, what you ain't trying to find out. It's whatever space between the two, but long as we together. Make it through the struggle, see the day when we both shine forever. Since when we begin, it feel like you really made a It's been a fight. Fell in love with your first impression, and I can't lie. Pass with flying colors, every test, fuck they implies. Locked in for the long Now, before we jump into the episode, it is time for the cocktail of the day. Today's cocktail is called the Red Berry Ciroc Lemonade Slushy. Now, today's ingredients are a 50 milliliter bottle of Ciroc Berry, lemonade of your choice, frozen mixed berries, preferably raspberries, strawberries, and blackberries, fresh strawberries for garnish, an ice tray, a funnel, a blender, and a tall metal straw. So, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to pour our lemonade into our ice tray and place it into the freezer. Once our ice cubes are ready, we're going to pour our ice cubes into the blender. We're going to add our frozen berries, about a cup, and we're going to pour the entire bottle of the Ciroc Berry into the blender as well. And then we're going to blend. Once we're done blending, we're going to take a funnel and place it into the empty Ciroc bottle and pour our blended concoction back into the bottle. We're gonna take a metal straw and we're gonna slide about one or two strawberries onto that straw, place the straw into the Ciroc bottle, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the Red Berry Ciroc Lemonade Slushy in your own personal Ciroc bottle. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to season three's episode 17. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. I hope you guys are enjoying life on purpose. Thank you guys for tuning in and joining me today. So guys, today's topic, topic of the day, I have several things I want to unload. Um, First of all, everything is great. Everything is wonderful. Um, pretty, pretty deep couple of episodes lately. Um, a lot of back and forth and ups and downs within my relationship. But hey, that is what relationships consist of, unfortunately. Um, you got to take the good with the bad. You definitely got to take the good with the bad. But today I kind of want to talk about, um, Something that I just went through uh, the past couple of days ago um, within my relationship. I'm always talking about the things I go through with my relationship. But this one was one of those moments where you decide whether you're going to stay stagnant in your findings or whether the findings define your future and how you move on within your relationship. 
So there's no secret that when we first get into our flirting process, our getting to know each other process, the process of starting to um, talk about dating. And once the dating conversations comes up, you know, you do the dating thing and you get into relationships and things like that. So there's steps, there's levels to how relationships begin. Um, I have my own way of of how I take my steps, which is pretty much the same as everyone else's. But within those steps, I try to be extremely open and honest about where I stand with a lot of things. Um, my standards, the way I look at certain things, how I feel about certain things, the deal breakers and things like that. I feel like Everything should come with an instruction manual or direction manual, just the same as human beings. So I try to give my disclaimers. I try to give my instructions. I try to give all these things because it is me preparing myself for how I move forward, if that makes any sense. Um... So in the beginning stages, you know, we go through these getting to know you processes where we ask a lot of questions and we find out things, you know, and the things that we find out, that's how we determine if we want to move on or not. So, you know, if you guys can recall, if you are, if you have been listening and you have been on this journey with me, I've always talked about, you know, how Mike has had different kinds of relationships, unconventional relationships from what I'm used to. Um, I've talked about the fact that he's had kids. I've talked about the exes and things like that. Getting into the relationship with him, these are all the things that we talked about. Some things gradually came out. Um, But in the beginning, you know, it was pretty much, you know, you're single, I'm single. Um, Are you still in a relationship? You know, different questions like that. Now, as time has gone on within my relationship with him, things have come up. Things have come up that have shifted our relationship. Things have come up that have caused a lot of frustration, a lot of irritation. Things have come up that have definitely been roadblocks and obstacles that we've had to navigate through because I am learning that everybody is not as straightforward as I am. As I said before, I like to give my disclaimer. I like to give the instructions and the directions, my own personal manual, because I need to know how I need to proceed within this relationship or getting to know you. And and it's my formula. It's my formula. It's what makes sense to me because if I know me better than anyone else. I am not a very, very emotional person, but when I get into a relationship, when I do fall in love, I fall in love and it's hard. It's not psychopath hard. It's not stalker hard. It's just my loyalty is heightened. Um, My trust is heightened. My faith within the relationship is heightened and I give 100%. I give 100%. I'm not a sugarcoating person. You can always count on me. So I know who I am when I get into a relationship. So I try to prepare myself and the person that I'm dealing with for who I am when I get into that relationship. I am very big on truth. I'm very big on truth because I was raised in truth. I was taught that I didn't have to lie to my parents. I was taught that no matter how bad it was to tell my parents the truth, because if it ever came up that they had to defend me or have my back or whatever the question is, they would fully, fully trust and believe that I'm telling them the truth. So I've always lived in truth. Um, My very first boyfriend, I'm not going to say my very first boyfriend, but my first boyfriend as far as first loves go in high school well transitioning from middle school to high school the one thing that I learned from dealing with him was about truth I will never forget when something happened and I asked him a question and he flat out asked me do you want the lie or do you want the truth and I told him the truth and at that point he told me you know be careful what you ask for because if the, if the truth is what you want, the truth is what you're going to get. And that's the way our relationship will continue on through truth. 
I'm 14, 15 years old. You know, all I know is that I was just raised to tell the truth. All I knew is, you know, what my dad taught me and my mom taught me about being truthful and just things like that. So why would I opt out for the lie when all I've ever known is to be truthful? And to this day, umpteen years later, I still respect that one conversation that I had with him because that actually molded the way I moved in relationships on top of what my parents instilled, instilled in me that molded the way I moved within relationships. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, so I respected him for that. And guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. He told me the truth. He always told me the truth. There weren't a lot of things that I had to confront him about. But when I did, you know, he was three years older than me. My freshman year in high school, he was graduating. So once he graduated, he was technically grown doing his thing. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. I am getting over a cold. So please, please, please bear with me. Um, Once the coughing start, starts, oh my God, it's so hard to stop. So... Like I said, that's how we move through our relationship. And every, every relationship that I've gotten in after that, I've always stressed the truth. Tell me the truth. Don't take my choices away. I want to be able to choose whether I want to deal with this or not deal with this. Because anything after that, if I choose to proceed on knowing your truth, anything after that is on me. I can't get mad. I can't get upset. I can't feel betrayed. I can't. Anything after that is on me because I made the choice. I have navigated through all my relationships that way. As crazy as it sounds, I have. Because what I've realized about myself is as long as I know what's going on, I know how to handle it for myself. That means I know how, how much to put in, how much not to put in. Um... Well, my heart is concerned, I know how to guard my heart. I know how to handle myself when I know what's going on. It is so much better for me in a relationship that way. And I can maneuver and navigate through any kind of situation as long as I know. Now, <clears throat> when me and Mike first got into this relationship, I handled it the same way. And um, at that point, you know, I just felt like, Okay, he knows how I feel about this. He knows my stances on this. He knows how I feel about different things. He knows what I can handle, what I can't handle. He knows what I will deal with, what I won't deal with. Um, we both got into something that we were not familiar with. He was not familiar with the conventional relationship, and I wasn't familiar with dealing with a person who's never had a conventional relationship. But we wanted to try this. We wanted to try this new life for each other because the, the feelings were very intense. The attraction was very intense. And we really wanted to get us to try, knowing that each one of us is trying something different. Um, and that's how we proceeded. There was a situation that happened. I don't know if it was six or seven months into our relationship. I can't really remember. But this is how the bologna sandwich saga started and if you are familiar with this podcast and you've been on this journey with me the bologna sandwich saga is still num well it was number one for two years it's now number two but it is still one of the high ranking episodes that i have because it's hilarious but this is where the bologna sandwich saga how the big falling out happened the big disagreement happened that led to me talking about the bologna sandwich um but this happened this happened about two years ago. And um, something about that dilemma, something about that situation never really sat right with me. And it has sat with me through this whole entire relationship. Something about the things that transpired that evening between myself and his baby mama, which it wasn't an actual interaction with us. It was her actions and, and the things that she was doing and saying and acting, the disrespect that was coming my way, like all these things at the time, I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it and understand it. So it never sat right with me. In my mind, 
I'm thinking it's ludicrous. I'm thinking it's crazy because re regardless of this being your baby daddy or not, I'm saying to myself, they're not in a relationship anymore. Once you're out of a relationship, you know, I don't, I don't, that's the, it's the, the baby mama is a baby daddy, baby mama, um, dynamic is a very great area for me. I don't really understand it cause I don't have any kids. So I can only speak from a person who is in relationships. And once I'm done with relationships, I'm actually done with relationships. I really don't care who you with, who you talk to, what you got going on. It's not my business at that point. Um, whether I still care about you, like you, love you or whatever, like once we're done, I, me personally, I just never have dwelled um, on what the next person is doing. And that's probably why it's so easy for me to transition into a new relationship and not bring along, you know, the, the people from my past into it. But things happened at night that I felt was off. I was totally disrespected, uh, in my opinion, and I didn't like it. I took it to him and, you know, we had a conversation about it. But again, this situation stuck with me the whole entire time. And just recently, about a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago, I, I brought it up again. Because again, you know, your gut, your woman's intuition and your gut just sometimes it's just loud and it won't go away. I asked him about that night. Because something has never set right with me with that night. Other issues and situations that have kind of come up, you know, ever since them, ever since then have not set with me. And I will discuss more in depth about those things on my bonus channel, the Fed Up Wise bonus channel. But something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. And it stuck with me. Um, and I asked him, I asked him about it because again, like, I don't know, I don't know what just made the feeling overwhelming, why I felt like I needed to have this conversation and I needed to know something, but it's me guys. I'm analytical. I analyze, I think a lot, but I can't function when I feel like I don't know the truth. I can't function and maneuver through lies. I just can't do it. It it literally bothers me mentally. It really bothers me emotionally. Like, it's like, oh, something is not right. And, and I can't give my all. I can't move through something when I know something is a little shifty, something is a little shaky. So I ask the question. And when I ask the question, that response that I got, I kind of expected it because, again, my gut was telling me something wasn't right. But at the same time, it was kind of like a punch to the gut. So in the beginning of my relationship that I thought was the issues and the, the different things were put on the table, honestly, were not. Um, I had no idea that he was still straddling the fence between myself and her. Um, when I originally asked him about their relationship, it was said that their relationship was over, that they weren't together anymore. And when I asked that question, he did come out and admit that there was still something in play at that moment. Now, mind you, there was an engagement there was a proposal. There was all these things in the midst of this particular situation still having something, having some kind of validity, something, some traction, some something. Um, And I was heated. I was pissed. I was pissed because at that moment, it felt like my whole relationship was a lie. It felt like it was a complete lie. Um... And it took me days to get to the point where I could even communicate with him because it wasn't even about him straddling the fence. It wasn't even about him really not knowing if we were going to really be where we were going to be. Being that he's incarcerated, you know, I understand the insecurity. I understand the, as my brother used to say, leaving a for sure for a maybe. I can can understand that i could rationalize that but i could rationalize it even better if i was told that in the beginning 
hey, Rashida, you know, I'm still dealing with my baby mama. You know, we really not technically 100% over. I'm really feeling you. I really want to do this. I want to see where this is going. Um, but this is the situation. See, I know how to move through that. I know how to handle that. Because it's either I'm going to deal with you or I'm, a, or I'm not. Um, and I wasn't given that choice because that's not what said to me. So here we are three years later and I'm definitely feeling some type of way because all I could say is you lied. You lied to me. You lied to me. You lied to me. You took my choice away. You didn't tell me what was really going on, you know, and, and then I just wanted to know, like, how did it go from that point to, okay, now it's just me and you because now everything is coming up for me. Everything is coming up for me. And I really felt betrayed. I felt betrayed to a point where I really couldn't talk to him, um, and I did not I did not know how to how to handle that. I didn't know what to do. Honestly speaking, like I really didn't want to do. There was a part of me that wanted to be like, well, that's the past. We're together now. We're building, we're growing, we're three years in this. Um, as far as being in a relationship and four years in this, as far as just a whole from the beginning up until now. Then there was a side of me was just like, he lied. He lied. The one deal breaker for me is the lies. I can't handle the lies. Once you lie to me, everything after that is hard for me to trust and believe. Is tr now I don't know what's true. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's genuine. I don't know if you told me. Sure. Too many things come into play when that one lie happens for me. And I struggle. I really struggle because I felt so betrayed. I'm like, well, now I understand why this goof troop acted the way she did that day it's not excusable whatsoever because the disrespect was the disrespect but had i known that this female felt like i took her man stole her man or was messing with her man things would have been handled a little bit differently because as i said so many times what i do not do is i do not steal mess with or come in between people's relationships i'm too grown for that now, I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't dealt with a dude that had a girlfriend before. I'm not going to say anything like that because nine times out of ten we all had. And mostly because he's lied about it. But I don't come in between relationships. I have no need of wanting to be a side chick, another woman, or anything like that. Not at 45 years old, not at 40 years old, when every 41 years old, when everything first started happening. So I felt some type of way about that too. We have, a <coughs> excuse me guys, we have a female out here running rapid, loose caboose, who's under the impression that I stole her man or that I took her man. I am over here thinking I am in a relationship with someone who was single and someone who we was growing and learning each other. And so I felt betrayed. I felt betrayed and I struggled with it for days because I'm like, here we go again. The more and more of things that come up, truth comes up, the growing pains continue. <clears throat> the more and more I'm getting to know more shit that is just flooring me, okay? Completely knocking me down. And <coughs> I really, <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. I can't record without coughing. I wish I could do this all over again, but it's uncut. It's unscripted and it is what it is. But um, <clears throat> everything that keeps coming up, it's just like, wow, who is this guy? So I struggle. I struggle. And um, it was hard. Past the, the, Those days were hard. <coughs> um. But I'm going to take a break. Okay, guys. So hopefully <clears throat> this cough drop will help. Because like I said, this is unscripted. This is uncut. Like... And sometimes when I'm speaking from the heart, 
it's so genuine. I can't go back and do it over. I I can't repeat or re-record when it's genuine. So bear with me if you got to turn your volume down or whatever you have to do. I'm so sorry. I am trying to get over this cold. It is kicking my butt. Um, <clears throat> I do have issues a lot of times with bronchitis, so bear with me. But um, the days when I found all that stuff out, it was difficult. And um, as much as I tried to wrap my head around it from his perspective, I really couldn't. I really couldn't because I couldn't see past the fact of all I did was ask him to tell me the truth. You know, all I did was say, tell me what's going on so I'll know how to choose. Don't take my choice away. So I couldn't get, I couldn't see past anything but him being selfish. Him being selfish or trying to see where we were going and see what was happening and also still having unfinished business and, and feelings for a past relationship that he told me was over. Um, And the crazy interesting part of about it is that I was really willing to walk away um if in fact there was still feelings there if in fact he felt like they had unfinished business due to him being incarcerated if he felt like he wanted to fix his situation um because they do have a child together I was wholeheartedly willing to just walk away like we could just be friends I didn't have a dog in a fight at that time um <clears throat> Originally, when all these things, you know, when we started communicating on a different level, the night that all of that transpired, um, I am not sure if they were actually communicating still on that level. Clearly, they weren't because of how things happened, but it gave me a better understanding of why the behavior was the way it was. Now, I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> and this is just me being 100% honest. Again, I don't understand the baby mama, baby, baby mama, baby daddy dynamic because I am not one. Um, I don't know. I don't understand that bond. I don't understand the the what it creates, the 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 possession factor that each one feels like they have over each other. Um. I know nothing of that. I'm just speaking from a woman who has just been in regular relationships. But what I do know is, is that I don't care who you in a relationship with, what your relationship status was. When two people are in a relationship, they have an alliance with each other. Whatever level or, or understanding that they have is between those two people. When a female decides to disrespect, run up and act crazy to another female that owes you absolutely nothing, you're insane. You're insane. See, if my man decides that he's going to do some shit or handle a situation or go behind my back or whatever, that's between me and him. That female owes me nothing. I have no ties to her. I'm not in a relationship with her. I'm not building with her. I'm not growing with her. I'm not having intimate conversations and intimate things with this woman. I do with my man. Everything is with my man. So for me as a woman, I have never wanted to confront or run up on a female that I might have suspected or felt like my dude was messing around with because she don't owe me shit. She don't have to tell me nothing. She's not obligated to tell me nothing. She owes me nothing. So my characteristics would never allow me to get out of pocket and let another woman AC me sweat or definitely let take me out of character. So for me, it's still unexcusable because... I don't owe you nothing. We weren't best of friends. We weren't friends. We ain't hang. You ain't sleep at my house. We didn't go out. We didn't do shit together. We didn't shop. We didn't exchange money together. We didn't make money together. I have no ties to you. Whether I know you, know of you, seen you, I have no ties to you. Your issue is with who you're with at that time. So, although feelings were there, hurt feelings may have been there, you know, 
breaking up is easy letting people go is easy not really no not realizing that your future with this person is not your future anymore that they have moved on it's all hurtful been there done that i'm a female i know what it feels like but i have never got out of pocket or been disrespectful to another female because of the actions of my man or the person that i was with so by no means am i ever going to excuse that and unfortunately at this part of the game that situation is a wrap. That situation is done with. Me and this person would never have a communicate, never have communication. There's nothing that can ever be said to me because you lost your top. That's the issue you're supposed to have with your man, with your baby daddy, and not me. Now, to get even further deeper into it, as I explained to him, his selfish decision making of not being 100% honest about what was going on put me me put me in a in a in a situation that i didn't like to be in ae my livelihood there are so many tv shows out here true crime tvs out here snap fatal attraction um the list goes on well you have people who act out of crime or passion their emotions get the best of them and they just act without thought. Now, worst case scenario, this girl would have lost her top and I would have felt like I had to fear myself and something would have happened to me or something would have happened or, or something would have happened to her. Now, possibly somebody dead, possibly somebody in jail, possibly somebody in the hospital, somebody in jail, however you want to spin it. All of this done happened because of a lie, of a man being selfish. Not to mention, you don't know what a person will and won't do when their emotions are involved. So not only did I feel betrayed, not only did I feel like he lied to me, I also felt like you put me in a fucked up predicament where anything could have happened because you weren't being honest. And again, I did not know how to spin it. I did not know what to do about it because I was angry as hell because again, my gut had been telling me something wasn't right for one. But all these years later, I'm like, dude, like you started off with the lie. What does that mean for everything that has happened from that day forward up until now? I was just, really going through it really trying to figure out like you know what what happens now like you know is my trust 100 out the window um can i kind of understand where he was coming from um oh my god so many things so many things played into my head so many things played into my head and all i kept thinking about this is just another thing that is coming up but i asked i asked for it. i asked for the truth which i should have gotten in the beginning and we wouldn't even have any of these issues right now i asked for the truth and so i had to sit in that i had to sit in that because a part of me kind of knew that it was gonna be some shit but i was so angry because this is this is something that he could have told me in the beginning this is something that i asked him for in the beginning you know People have to realize that time is something you cannot get back. It's the most precious thing in the world. So when a person is asking you certain things, tell me the truth, keep it real. You got some people who can't handle the truth now. When you tell them the truth, they lose it. They, they go against everything they said they was going to do. And at that point, you have to know how to navigate with that person. This person can't handle the truth. But if I'm a person that's telling you I can handle the truth and tell me the truth, don't go against what I'm saying because I'm giving you the blueprint of how I act. I'm giving you the blueprint of where I go once I feel like I can trust you, once I feel like it's solidified, once I know that you are respecting my stance on things, I know how to move and proceed. When a person tells you to tell them the truth, guys, we have to tell them the truth, even if it hurts. Because what people don't realize is the lie hurts even more than it does in the beginning. See, in the beginning, you could cry it out, walk away. You can accept it, keep it moving. You can do what you need to do and move on. 
But after three, four years, he'll pass away and a lie comes out. You start thinking of everything within those years. Nothing feels right. The trust is very questionable. Everything that you said now is questionable. You don't even know if your relationship is real or not. And that's what I dealt with. That's what I dealt with. And it was, it's, it's been really, really hard. You know, um, I don't forgive him for it. I don't, um, can I put myself in that situation and understand where he came from a little bit? Yes, I can. But at the same time, I can't because I asked for the truth. I just simply asked for the truth. So I have been trying to figure out how to, um, talk to him and listen to him without that feeling, that feeling, because Lord knows I don't want to argue with him. He's a person that think you could just wake up tomorrow and all your problems are just gone. No matter what has happened or transpired, um, the day before. So trying to communicate it, it hasn't been difficult, but it just, that feeling hasn't completely gone away. And as I said before, I've been so empathetic and understanding to his life and the way that he thinks and how he's been and the situation he's been into. Um, my understanding is getting the rope is getting shorter and shorter. I do love him. Don't get me wrong. Um, I do understand, you know the differences and the and the, the differences and the challenges challenges of being in a relationship from prison and then trying to be in a monogamous relationship for someone who's never been in a monogamous see in a in a non-monogamous relationship it wouldn't have mattered who he was talking to because everybody would have been accepting of it so him doing the norm is what he was doing except for i didn't know that part because he knew that i wasn't going to go for that she knew i didn't know that part and so that's where the lie really 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 made it even worse because you you took my choice away without me even knowing it so, yeah, yeah, in the beginning of relationships should be different, should be different. The question is, is do you really want to know? Do you really want to know in the beginning of the relationship what's the person you with really, really honest? Um, Because we all know that when we get into something, other things are going on. We're, we're adults, you know, whether they sleeping with somebody else, messing with somebody else, talking to somebody else or ending something. Yes, things are still going on. The question is, do you want to know? Um, and once you do want to know what happens, you know what I'm saying? How do you, how do you move forward? Do you let it affect your relationship or not let you, uh, or not let it affect you? So it's so many different things that I've been trying to navigate through and figure out how to deal with this. Um, because I mean, we're, we're four years in at this point in totality with what we have and <clears throat> we've grown so much. We've built so much within that process. Um, no, I don't want to just walk away and throw it away. But at the same time, my God, my guy, like, if I tell you to tell me the truth, how do I know moving forward that you're going to 100% be honest? Are you going to learn from this or are you going to keep doing it? And then I have to 20 years later, start asking you these questions again. Like, what do you do? So all I can say for the women out there. Ask for the truth. Ask for the truth if you're a person who respects the truth. If you're a person who can navigate through the truth, you have your choices. However you want to choose, it's up to you. Once you make that choice, you have to live with that choice. Wanting to know the truth is not a bad thing. After knowing the truth, however you choose, is not a bad thing. For me, it is protection of your heart, it is protection of yourself, it is protection how you move. It's like anything else in life. If you know what's behind door number one or door number two, you know how to act accordingly. 
everything that you buy come with instructions a manual or a disclaimer you know what to do not to do how to do it when to do it what happens if you don't do it and i just feel like things are easier in life when it's like that not everybody's gonna feel that way not everybody's gonna do it because most human beings are selfish for whatever reason they're gonna feel like they're doing something that's best for you because they want don't want to hurt you but really it is their own selfish reasoning behind that if I tell her the truth, she's going to walk away. If I tell her the truth, she's not going to want to be with me. If I tell her the truth, she's not going to want to deal with this. So why tell her the truth? But because you're trying to fulfill your own selfish desires and needs within that at the expense of someone else. And it's not fair. It's totally, totally not fair. If I tell you the truth won't hurt me, don't tell me you did this so I wouldn't be hurt. That is bullshit. And I don't respect it. But again, sometimes I forget this is the real world and this is life and everybody's not going to act or respect the things that I respect or act how I act. That is the downside of just people getting to know people and respecting people and the way they move. Um, nobody's going to think like you. Nobody's going to act like you. And that's the unfortunate um, side to it. Getting around same like-minded people is very hard because nobody's going to be 100% the same. Everybody's still going to have their flaws. Everybody's going to still have their differences of um, life experiences. Some people who think the way you think might not think that way anymore because they've gone through so much. It's just so many twists and turns when it comes to relationships, even in friendships. But the most ironic part about it is we'll be quick to cut off a friend behind lies or people can respect telling the truth to their friends versus their mates things are so twisted <laughs> things are so twisted it's just how you move through it it's how you navigate through it what is best for you you have to find your happiness within your situation um and make it what's best for you. Everybody's not going to understand why you do what you do, how you do what you do, or even why you stay in situations that you stay in because it's not their life. So you have to do what makes sense for you and what's best for you. But for me, I hate the lies. I hate the lies. I want my choices because I want to be able to freely choose how I want to move in a relationship, a friendship, even in business. You know, a person who get pissed off about a business transaction that's equally the same as a relationship and don't can't understand the two sides of it. You know, it's just relationships and matters of the heart are so are, are just so different. But when you play with people's money, that's different too. So it's about perception. It's about perception. It's about how you handle things in life. It's about what makes you happy, what makes you tick. Um, when you feel like you don't have a dog in a fight, what to do, what not to do. But all in all, I think it's very, very unfair for people to put you in predicaments and not let you know what you're walking into because that night, that situation could have went so left on either end and just like that, I would have been on snapped or fatal attraction or some crazy shit like that. Um, so yeah, yeah, that is my topic of the day. That is my topic of the day. The beginning of relationships. Like, are you honest? Are you not honest? When you find out the truth years later, how does that work for you? Um, and that's all I have guys. That is all I have. Welcome welcome to my world. This These past couple of months, baby, this journey has been so interesting. I have gotten so many more plays and so many more subscri subscribers because the drama is constantly unfolding. I have told you guys so many times, this man will keep me with some material. I wish that I could say this was scripted so I can come back and be like, ha ha ha, none of this was real. This was scripted, but this is not. <laughs> this is real life happening in real time. Um, and I am just navigating through it. Um, it doesn't take away from the love. It pisses me off. Yes, it does. Um, I have been trying to wrap my head around 
you know, what to do. I'm still trying to figure out how to move forward from being accused all the time to now being lied to. I mean, my God, this guy is very lucky that I am still with him, right? Don't you guys think so? Like, yeah, I'm taking on some bullshit that I didn't even think or even know that existed. Like, we definitely was in the honeymoon phase the first year, maybe year and a half going on two years. This last year, um... It has been a lot. And this guy is extremely lucky because the baggage, the items on the table, it's a lot. It it is definitely a lot. It's definitely a lot. Um but he know and he knows it. He definitely he he definitely knows it. Um sometimes I wonder if he's really appreciative or really understands um, the emotional and mental that comes behind <laughs> being with him. I really think about that sometimes because um, it has been a lot. And for him, it just rolls off his back like it's nothing. I mean, clearly it should because he doesn't have any problems with me. I'm not perfect, but I'm damn near perfect. I'm damn near flawless. I don't bring him any type of drama. And when it comes my way from him, you know, I throw it back at him. But, um, but yeah, guys, that's all that I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, thank you for bearing with me, um, through me trying to get over this cold. Those cough drops help. I haven't coughed. Thank God. Let me knock on wood. But yes, thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining me on season three, episode 17. So ladies, self-care is so important now more than ever. That's why when it comes to my skincare, I use Clean Rituals Complete Serum. The benefits are impressive. Clean Rituals keeps your skin smooth, reduce signs of aging, gives you that radiant look, most of all maintains healthy looking skin. I love this serum guys and trust me, you will too. Aging is a fact of life. Looking your age is not. Visit cleanrituals.com and start your healthy skincare now. That's K-L-E-A-N-R-I-T-U-A-L-S.com. Now back to the show. So today on a serious note, I'm going to piggyback off the topic of the day. How does finding out the truth about the beginning of your relationship affect you? And also, would you rather the truth or a lie? How does it affect you? How do you move forward? Um, Can you respect the terms of the beginning and the things that go on in the beginning of the relationship? Um, being that most people, when they come together, they have other things going on. And do you even want to know? Do The biggest question, do you even want to know in the beginning of the relationship if there were lies, if everything was truthful? Um, and like I said, when you find out, like, how do you move forward? Does it affect you? Does it affect your relationship at that point? Um is it worth letting everything go that you built after all those years have passed? Um, do you forgive? Do you forget? Do you even trust moving forward? And that is all that I have for the question of the day, guys. Like, truthfully, I'm going to put this in the um, in the comment section so that you can come back. Like I said, we are a community. We are here to talk to each other, to learn from each other, to help each other. So at the end of every episode, you'll see these questions in in the notes on Spotify. You can comment. Uh, I have poll questions sometimes that are just simply yes and no questions you can answer. But this is a way that we stay communicating and stay being on this journey together, helping each other navigate through these prison relationships and some relationships, period. 
So that's all, guys. Thank you again for tuning in and joining me um, today on Season 3's Episode 17 on A Serious Note. Now it's time to jump into our shoutouts. I want to shout out all of my new subscribers and my listeners. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening. Um, with all this drama unfolding, I don't blame you. I will be subscribing too. But guys, please don't just listen. Don't just listen. Hit that subscribe button, guys. Hit the subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything. It just lets you know when I drop new episodes. I do have a bonus channel where it is subscription-based, which you do have to pay for, but this is totally 100% free. So hit the subscribe button, guys. Thank you so much for all the new subscribers and listening listeners. I'm sorry. I really, really do appreciate you guys. Um, I want to send a special shout out to all of my up north listeners. My up north fan base is building up. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. If you know, I am... Born, I am New York born. I was born in Queens, New York. Both my parents are from New York. My dad is from Brooklyn. My mom is from the Bronx. So I am a, a New York native. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, I did. But that spirit of up north, that New York spirit that my parents have has been instilled in me since the day I was born. So shout out to all of my up north listeners. Um, I love New York. 100%. I moved back as an adult. I loved it. It's too goddamn high to live there. I mean, I felt like I was going to have to have a boyfriend, a sugar daddy, two jobs, and probably be a prostitute. I don't know. But shout out to all of you guys from up north. Um, Major, major shout out to my friend Michelle Morrison. Oh my God, today is her birthday. Sending all her... um my love, um, my prayers and everything her way. If you guys don't know Michelle Morrison's story, you can go to the Wetlock Chronicles Instagram page um, and check it out. Like she was facing life in prison. She actually was sentenced to life in prison. And um, by the grace of God, by her having some wonderful people in her life that stepped up, had her back, um, kept saying her name, kept putting her story out there. Michelle is now home. It's a blessing. Um, from the day I found my friend, uh, once she got sentenced and she she ended up uh, getting her time. Once I found her and found where she was, you know, continuously talked to her on a uh, daily basis. I always felt in my spirit that she was gonna come home. I always knew it. I tried to instill it into her, tell her every day. And now that she's home, this is her first birthday where she's home and free. And just a major shout out to her. I am so excited for her, um, for her second chance in life. This is definitely her second chance at life. Um, and that's all that I have for the shout outs, guys. Shout out to all of you that's listening. As I say all the time, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I know I don't have to say it all the time, but I choose to continue to have a blessed day, continue to have a wonderful day on purpose. And that's all that I have for the shout out. Smooches. Hey, everybody. I am driving my car doing Uber today, and I got on my girl Rashida Johnson's podcast t-shirt, Fed Up Wives. Well, I thought I'd take it up a little notch. I thought I'd play it in the car while I was driving. And boy, let me tell you, these folks are so entertained by this. And some of the women and men who are in relationships with people who are incarcerated were asking me, how do they find this podcast? Rashida, girl, they're loving it. You better not quit. You better not quit because the people love this show. If you want to tune in to Fed Up Wives, go on to Spotify, subscribe to it, and you will not be sorry. We are in this car cracking up 
laughing, relating to when we were in a situation with the with men. But one woman told me it makes her feel good knowing that she ain't the only one who got a man in prison acting like he ain't got no sense. Um, they put you through it. I don't have a man in prison, but when you but I have been in a relationship with someone who is incarcerated, and they stress you the fuck out. So just knowing that someone is going through what you're going through, the people love you, Rashida, do not let this podcast go. Do not. Or we will march in front of your house because you forget I know where you live. I know where you live, where you drive and all that. And I will pull up with a squad if you even try to quit this podcast. They love you, girl, and so do I. Have a good one, y'all. Fed Up Wives, Spotify. You heard it from me. Fed Up Wives is not just my nonprofit organization that supports the wives and families of incarcerated inmates. Fed Up Wives is also my new bonus channel on Apple with exclusive episodes about just being a fed up wife. Let's just be honest. Prison relationships are hard. And sometimes we just need to speak our true feelings, unfiltered, unapologetic, with no judgment from the heart. These episodes are different. Check out Fed Up Wives bonus channel on Apple with a seven-day free trial. Now back to the show. To follow this show's social media, follow Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and TikTok under Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Twitter is Wetlock Chronicles. YouTube, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. For merch, make sure to visit wetlockchroniclespodcast.com. And for my personal blog, wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog, my personal Instagram and TikTok, Rashida the Brand, and my Instagram subscription channel is the exclusive brand. Quick update, guys. I'm trying to hurry up and breeze through this episode while I am not coughing um, because once it starts, I can't stop it. So, Patreon is 100% free. There is an option to subscribe. Um, The subscriptions are $5 and $20. They come with exclusive content, um, exclusive links, pictures, references, free merch every three months. Um, and that is for subscriptions only. Again, Patreon itself is 100% free with the option to subscribe. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Um, I upload videos at least once a month. I'm going to start uploading bigger content. Um, just bear with me. More lengthier content episodes will be going on there as well, but I am still in the process of getting my studio in order, which takes me to my next update. I just received my new studio lighting. I am super excited for it. I promise you guys, I'm by, I'm coming with it. I'm coming with it. Just be patient. Um, Wetlock Chronicles podcast is now available on Pandora, Stitcher. It will be available on Sirius XM coming in August. I just found out today that it's now available on Audible. I'm super excited about that. Um, And make sure to check out my influencer programs. These programs will be added and updated onto the... um, websites the wetlock chronicles podcast.blog and the wetlock chronicles podcast.com as well as the patreon um influencer programs are apple amazon and amazon music so that's all that i have for the update guys i feel my cough coming on i'm trying to eat these these halls and 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 stop it <laughs> but i feel it coming so again thank you guys so much for subscribing and listening and tuning in um that's all I have for the updates, guys. Season four is on the way. Whew. Let's hope this will be a great season. Oh, and do not forget, guys, this is a new retrograde. We have entered a new retrograde starting on the 22nd. And unfortunately, guys, it is going to continue on. It's going to continue on all the way through... Um, through September, about 40-something days. September the 3rd is when it's supposed to end. And they already tell you that this retrograde is called the breakup retrograde. So guys, be 
very, very um, cautious and careful with your communication with your partner. Um, avoid drastic appearance, appearance changes unless it's something that you were thinking of doing prior to the retrograde. Um, be careful of any impulse purchases. Keep your eye out for your exes. Keep those exes away because, baby, they will be popping up everywhere left and right. Make sure you remember your worth during this retrograde. It is very, 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 very um essential right now. And make sure to heal your heart space. Heal your heart space. So these things will help you maneuver through this retrograde. The last two retrogrades whooped my ass. And I'm sure they were hard for a lot of people. So this is 40 days, guys. 40 days of... um venus's retrograde but that's all that i have guys thank you so much for tuning in and listening and do not forget to subscribe to wetlock chronicles podcast no matter where you listen to your podcast and please 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 make sure to rate and review and comment on this podcast thank you guys so much it's been a fight Fell in love with your first impression And I can't lie Cats with flying colors Every test fuck they implies Locked in for the long run No money's ever life If you wanna run Just tell me now Bunny and Clyde Fell in love with your first impression And I can't lie Cats with flying colors Every test fuck they implies Perfect, uh. Say that it ain't worth it, but it's working for us. But what they be talking about, not knowing what I'm buying about. Sunset, set the mood, what you ain't trying to find out. It's whatever space between the two, but long as we together. Make it through the struggle, see the day when we both shine forever. Since when we begin, it feel like you really made a It's been a fight. Fell in love with your first impression, and I can't lie. Pass with flying colors, every test, fuck they implies. Locked in for the long run, nobody's ever lie.